Hi, this is Jundo on a rainy night here at Scuba. And we're continuing our talk tonight on what's a who's a bodhisattva. And it's a look at the, well, a way of a bodhisattva, how a bodhisattva lives. Tonight we're going to talk about the perfection of the precepts. If you're robbing banks, pillaging, mean, gossipy, if you're clutching and stealing, it's hard to be a bodhisattva. Bodhisattva is someone who takes a vow to save all sentient beings. And it's hard to do that if you're taking advantage of other sentient beings, let alone doing violence to them. I've spoken about the precepts many times before, usually in conjunction with our jukai, our undertaking the precept ceremony that uh, we will be doing this coming January, and we begin studying very shortly each of the precepts one by one in preparation for that jukai. If anyone's interested in jukai, they can look into it. Uh, through our Sangha. We also have some other activities uh, that uh, in preparation for that. But the heart of it is undertaking the precepts. So what are these precepts? Well, they are not commandments from on high. You're not going to be struck by lightning if you violate precepts. Well, in traditional Buddhism, actually, you, you could... Uh, suffer uh, in the next life for your volitional conduct could even end up in a Buddhist hell but our Zen practice tends to emphasize life in this world if you are the type of person who does violence does harm to others and to yourself you are going to create a hell I don't know about the next life, but you're going to create one in this life for yourself and other selves, the people around you and the rest of the people you share this world with, who, by the way, are just you, too. But that's another story. But the precepts are not considered commandments as such. They are, shall we say, uh, arrows pointing in... Uh, ways of living that avoid harm and allow us to live in a wholesome, healthful, H-E-A-L-T-H-F-U-L, a helpful way for ourselves and others, not to, by the way, we're all intimately one. So, for example, a bodhisattva would not want to steal for many reasons. Number one, if your life is full and complete, what do you need to steal? So you would avoid stealing. You would not want to harm 
others, so you would avoid stealing for that reason too. Now the precepts are not hard and fast rules. They guide us to do as we can in this life to avoid harm. And they're rather gentle arrows pointing us in a way that will lead to a good life. So generally, a person who is filled with anger inside will not be peaceful. So the precepts guide us to live in a peaceful way because it's good for us and everyone concerned. So the precepts support our practice and arise from our practice. You see, in order to taste the fruits of our Buddhist practice, you should live in a peaceful, non-clutching, gentle way. It helps your zazen, it helps your Buddhist life. In turn, your zazen and Buddhist life make it easier to live in a way where you're not violent, you're not clutching, you're gentle. See, it, it supports our practice, it is at the heart of our practice, and our other aspects of our practice, zazen, support the precepts. So it is the way of a bodhisattva. Now the bodhisattva also knows that deep at heart there are no two people. So there is no one to do violence to. There is no one who is the doer of the violence. But yet we know in this world there are two. So the bodhisattva, if he did violence, would have to do violence to others. And the bodhisattva avoids that because the bodhisattva's vow is to save all sentient beings. And so if you're interested further in this topic, the precepts, we will be preparing for our Jukai at Tree Leaf. Very soon we will be starting again and we can look at each of the precepts in greater detail. They are rich wells and uh, it is worth spending time with. So I urge you to do that. But in the meantime, that's it.